0: Lance and Ringo Tales. Tale One. Oh Brother, What Art Thou? Written and narrated by Bria Burton. A family-friendly pet story. And so the story begins with an interview. In the living room, I'm sitting at my desk with a notebook and a pen. My pets, Lance and Ringo, are about to share how they first met from their side of the story. I'm one of their humans. I'll provide a few details from my perspective, too. The male, my husband, and the female, me, are used in place of our real names. Lance, a black and white English Springer Spaniel, curls up on the right side of a leather sofa, his favorite spot to relax and watch TV with his humans. Ringo, a long-haired gray and white domestic cat, sprawls atop the domed, rectangular-shaped lid of a litter box, and it sits on a blanket in the middle of the floor. Every so often, he reaches down to lazily paw at the square plastic door which swings on a hinge. Question for Lance and Ringo. What did you think when you first saw each other? Oof, my first thought was squirrel. How could you confuse me, a cat, with a squirrel, dummy? Lance jumps down and bops the kitty's head. No name-calling, Ringo. And I never saw a kitten before. Ringo on hind legs in a bear stance. Try that again. Just try. What did you think when you first saw me? I thought you were a big dumb dog. Lance gnawing on the kitty's hind leg. Not nice. You can't get away now. Ringo, hopping on three paws, shaking his hind leg. Get off. I knew about dogs. A cat's worst nightmare. Did you know that what you call a house is a litter box lid? And, just making sure you knew. The humans search for a dog. The male and I waded through a sea of photos. English Springer Rescue America had hundreds of dogs available for adoption, and we wanted to find just the right one for us. Before long, Lance sprang from the page. The black spaniel with white spotted paws and a spotted nose may as well have been wearing a flashing pith helmet. With one click of the mouse, we could imagine him hopping out of the screen and right into our laps. He was a three-month-old puppy, one of the few on the site, and with a tail, just what we wanted, as tail chopping seemed cruel and unnecessary. The male and I felt overjoyed as we read about the fun-loving pup. The little guy was diving into the dishwasher, and the caption read, Lance likes to help with dishes. He was also noshing on his stuffed toys, tail long and practically wagging in each photo. He was the one. During the interview, I asked Lance to share his impression of meeting us. Lance Finds a Home I sprinted around my foster family's tropical backyard. The wind wagged my tongue along the side of my face. My foster sister, Kiwi, nipped at my heels. I banked, circling a palm tree, running alongside the fence. I was pretending to be Speedhound, the greatest superhero ever. Kiwi nudged my backside, almost knocking me off balance. She was Lumpy, the harebrained sidekick, to kill shelter, Speedhound's arch nemesis. But Speedhound could never be caught. He... I halted, sniffing the air. Earthworm? Kiwi ran past me, crowing. See, Lance, I should be Speedhound. I'm tired of being Lumpy. I sniffed again. Rat? Mouse? Two new humans walked outside with my foster mom. I whiffed two scents I hadn't smelled before. They were like earthworms and rats. No, more like mouses. They stood on the porch watching me. Woohoo! More people to impress. I ran circles around Kiwi, telling her, I will always be speed hound. I galloped like lightning, nipping playfully at her. The human smiled, surely impressed with my maneuvering. The male, who smelled like earthworms, walked down the steps. I whizzed past him, leaving kiwi miles behind. The female came beside him, and I got a better whiff. Like mouse poo, that was what she smelled like. Ah, earthworms and mouse droppings. I liked these people already. The male wagged his tongue, making weird noises. Every person I met did this to me. I think it's how humans talk to each other. I barked back to show I respected and loved any who paid me attention. I w earthworm man I told the male the female bent closer wagging her tongue and I w mousy girl I told her earthworm man and mousy girl I would call them e and m they showered me with affection petting and hugging me love was so easy to give when one was so easy to love Soon they took me outside, and a car! Oh yeah, I was going for a ride. This was the real speed of speedhound, especially when the humans rolled the windows down. After the car ride, E and M let me inside a new house full of smells. I logged away each scent that reminded me of something I already knew. Dirt, raccoon, wood tar, squirrel, grass, mud, car, feathers. As any good bird dog would do, I roamed with my nose to the floor, inspecting every inch of the house. This place was nice. Maybe I could keep E and M. They played with me, fed me, and bought me toys to shred. Days turned into weeks and weeks into months. Sometimes E placed my paws around his human neck. I snuggled up against him. E stroked my head, burrowing a finger into my ear. Ooh, I loved that. It felt good. I loved E, and of course E loved me back. Yes, my very own humans. I knew Earthworm Man and Mousy Girl were the ones for me. The Female Wants a Kitten When some friends told me about a litter of kittens that needed a home, I was ecstatic. The male tolerated my excitement because he had his puppy. Cats were not his favorite, or so he said. Sadly, my friend's neighbors moved and left their pregnant cat behind. Poor thing had nowhere to go. My friends took it upon themselves to feed and care for the mommy as best as they could. I stopped by their house a few weeks after the litter was born. Outside on the patio, the pile of kittens nestled with their mom. I couldn't wait to take one home. During the interview, I asked Ringo to share his impression of meeting us. Ringo Finds a Home The female sat on the sofa, seeming harmless enough. She picked up Jersey, one of my siblings, and placed him on her lap. As soon as she let him go, my kitten brother leapt off. She repeated this process with each of my siblings, and the result was the same. Fool, I thought. She's doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Something nudged my tiny heart. I admit sympathy is difficult for me, but I felt sorry for her as Chloe, the last of my siblings, bounced off her lap and onto the floor. The female looked sad. You're next, Ringo, Chloe whispered to me, snickering. Show how fast you can get away. When the female reached for me, I was ready to run. In her grip, I steadied myself against her legs, preparing to jump off just like the others. When her hand lifted off my back, I hesitated. She smelled like catnip. I wasn't allowed to try that stuff yet. Her lap was warm and comfortable. I heard something like a squeak. The female, who I will now refer to as catnip started petting me and rubbing her fingers over my head and down my back. I purred, which meant, I like that, so don't stop or I'll claw your hand up good. She stood holding me close. Suddenly, lights flashed everywhere, practically blinding me. Somebody was taking pictures. I growled low in my throat as a warning. More flashes? Those lights were about to get on my last nerve. If they didn't stop soon, the claws would come out. Catnip calmed me down by stroking my neck. Ooh, I loved it. I loved it. So wait, we were moving. She was walking, heading toward the door, opening the door. What was happening here? I dug my claws into her arm, bracing myself. The sunlight smacked me in the eyes. I squinted. Uh Uh-oh, a car also known as a ticket to the vet. I'd been in one before. Came home with the cone of disgrace around my neck. My siblings still hadn't let me live it down. Please, anything but a car. She set me on the passenger seat. Oh no, what did I do wrong? Why is this happening to me? I don't deserve this. I'll do anything. Beg, cheat, steal, even from my own brothers. Please don't make me go to the vet. The car was like a torture chamber. Seven days of no food and no water. Not a wink of a catnap. I trembled as it wobbled, swayed, bounced, getting closer to the evil vet office. Catnip caressed my head every once in a while, but her efforts were futile. When it stopped, I could barely lift my head. The car had done its work. We arrived. She picked up my limp body. She held me close to her chest, walking through the door of a house. House? Not the vet? Yes, a house of my very own. Thank you, catnip, I purred. <sighs> I felt energized. Blood pumped strong in my veins. When she placed me on the floor, I pranced through my new home like a king returning to a kingdom. Nothing could stand in my way now. No vet, no siblings, just me and my new human catnip. Oof, got you, a dog barked, pouncing on top of me. I didn't have time to be afraid, though my heart pounded. The giant dog with sharp teeth pinned me between his front paws, sniffing my head and tail. Then the dog panted, dropping a long tongue out of his mouth. My instinct screamed, "'Run! Dogs are the enemy!' A blob of drool plopped onto my head right above my eye. "'Yuck!' Now that I thought about it, I wasn't hurt. The claws surrounding me didn't puncture anything. Maybe I had nothing to fear. "'What are you going to do with me?' I asked the dog. "'Oh, the paper squirrel talks,' the dog cried. "'I'm Ringo, a kitten.' "'I gingerly lifted my paw, wiping the drool off my head. "'I'm Speedhound, but you can call me Lance,' he sniffed my ear. "'You smell like squirrel and paper.' "'Do not,' I sniffed him back. "'Your breath smells like sewage.' "'Thanks,' Lance pulled his tongue back into his mouth. It looked like he was smiling. So, Lance, are you visiting here? I live here. With catnip? I felt stabbed in the heart. How could she? With my humans, E and M. Your humans. I looked around. Pictures on the wall showed catnip hugging a big, ugly boy man. A furball caught in my throat. I gagged and spit it out. With one lick, Lance devoured the wet gunk. I like E the male best, Lance said. Good, because I like Catnip best. I call her M. I like her too. How about this? Catnip will be mine and E will be yours. Except I'll refer to him as Hairball. Fine. 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 I shifted under Lance's paws. That makes us brothers, I guess. Before we could say anything else, Catnip snatched me up, squealing. She made a lot of noise and carried me into another room. Lance stood there looking dumbfounded. The last thing I saw was Hairball walking over to Lance. He petted the dog's head. I purred in Catnip's arms. Things were just as they should be. Interview Conclusion Question for Lance and Ringo. What did you learn from each other? I learned English Springer Spaniels don't always have English accents. Oof, I was born in Alabama. Ringo jumps off his house and onto the floor. That explains it. Lance sits up on the floor. I'm a purebred, unlike you. And I have good manners, so that's why everyone loves me. Ringo tilts his head. Ugh, not every person or creature loves you. Hmm, a mutt. That's what you are, Ringo. Ringo stretches his hind leg. Nothing wrong with that. Lance stands tall. And that's why I get so much attention all the time. You don't need attention all the time. Yes, I do. No, what you need is a filter. Lance's lip raises in an Elvis impersonation. What's that got to do with my breed? Ringo sniffs the dog's nose. I was referring to your manners. What manners? Your bad manners when you attacked me. I was just saying hello. I wasn't going to bite you hard. Ringo chews on the dog's ear. I bite harder. Lance shakes the kitty off. I just wanted to see how squishy you were and if you'd squirm. Ringo trots in a circle around Lance. I would have sent you off yelping with one swipe to the face. You were smaller than my foot at that time. I was way bigger than that, maybe ten times that size. Now your belly is ten times that size. It's my fur. I'm fluffy. Lance grins and Ringo glares at him. Oof, what was the question? Oh, I know. I learned that Ringo can't tell the difference between twenty minutes and seven days. Ringo swats Lance's tail. It was a long car ride, okay? I've done that drive before. It's less than 20 minutes. Murr. Lance tilts his head. You don't think I'm a big dumb dog anymore, right? Ringo licks his paws. The jury's still out on that one. At least I can tell time. And you pretend to be a superhero. Oof. The truth is... I am speedhound. Oh, please. And you are lumpy. The End This audio recording is narrated by the author. Oh Brother, What Art Thou? is a short story in a collection. Each story is a fun tale about Lance and Ringo, my pets. Although their adventures were derived from actual events... Each story is a work of fiction. This audio recording is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. That means you can share it with anyone, but do not sell it or change it. So please, do share the story. To read more adventures from Lance and Ringo, visit the Lance and Ringo Tales blog, www.lanceandringotales.blogspot.com. That's www.lanceandringo.tails.blogspot.com. The music in each episode is provided by Music for Makers. Thanks for listening.